This is the Thorn Podcast, Performance Edition, the show that navigates the complex world of sports science and explores the latest research on diet, nutritional supplements, and the human body. I'm Joel Totoro, Director of Sports Science at Thorn. As a reminder, statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Any products mentioned are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Thorn Podcast Performance Edition. Joining me today is Olympic weightlifter Abby Raymond, a 17-year-old member of Team USA. She's a two-time national youth champion with a stack of first plate weightlifting championships under her belt and eyes set on the Paris Olympic Games in 2024. Abby, it's great to have you on. We're excited to talk to you. How have things been going? Hi, it's really great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. We're excited to, to have you on and, and learn a little bit about your journey into weightlifting and uh, kind of how you came to Found Thorn. Yeah, I'm excited to share a little bit of my experiences and what I've gone through and talk about how awesome Thorn is. Hey, that's always always good to hear. <laughs> so we kind of want to jump right into it. Let's, let's learn a little bit about your history. You've always been an athlete from a, a young age. Can you tell us how an 11-year-old from just outside of Chicago finds and falls in love with weightlifting? Yeah, so I started off as a gymnast. I did competitive gymnastics for seven years, and I always um, enjoyed the conditioning aspect of gymnastics, and I like to see my improvement strength-wise, but the whole like tumbling aspect of it, I kind of got burnt out after a while, so I stopped doing that and eventually got into CrossFit, and I enjoyed doing that and working out and getting stronger, But what I really enjoyed was the weightlifting aspect of CrossFit. So once I figured out that weightlifting was an actual sport and you could compete in it, I was all over it. And yeah, things just spiraled from there. Great. So how long have you been lifting now? About six years. Sports can have incredible highs and incredible lows. 2018, you have an incredible American Open. You break two American records. And then the very next day, you learn you've tested positive for a banned substance. Can you take us inside your head at that moment when you received that call? Uh, It was a lot of uh, crazy emotions. I was on this high from having this really great competition. And then I got that phone call and I was just shocked. Like I, I was only 14 and I couldn't comprehend what I was hearing. It was, it was horrible. It was devastating. I, I don't think I've ever felt that horrible before. And I just kept asking myself the question of like, how could this happen? Like, there has to be a mistake because I, I honestly, I had absolutely no clue how I could have tested positive for something right before uh, the competition about a month out, USADA came to my house for the first time. And I remember when they first got there, I like thought I was a big shot. I was like, oh my goodness, USADA's here. They're here to test me. Like, this is the real deal. And I remember I was super excited, but also nervous because they had to watch me pee in a cup. I, after that moment, I didn't really even think about the test. I, I just, and then I got that call and I, I was just devastated. I, I was so confused and just, I didn't know how that could have happened. But as crazy as this sounds, it's three years since that. And looking back, I am so grateful to have gone through that experience because faith is a huge part of my life. And I remember thinking in that moment, I was just consumed with doubt and I had no clue how that experience could be turned into a positive. But 
I really saw God move clearly in my life through that time and just completely change things around. And he used that experience to open so many positive doors. And I just, I had the opportunity to work alongside USADA and I was able to create an educational video to advocate for anti-doping and clean sport, which eventually brought me to true sport. And I'm really proud and excited to say that this is my second year of ambassadorship with them. And True Sport is a company that's empowered by USADA and they help promote positive values in youth sports and they provide resources for parents, coaches, and athletes. So working with them, I'm also able to help promote clean sport and share my experiences to help others not make the same mistake I did with taking a contaminated supplement. And also it this ultimately it all led me to Thorn because I needed supplements to help meet the demands of my training. And my coach, Mike Catone, he wanted me to start taking supplements again. And I remember I was so scared about everything. I mean, everything from Advil to the type of toothpaste I was using. I was like, oh my goodness, like anything can be contaminated. So when he told me to start taking Thorne, I did a lot of research and I was extremely impressed with Thorne and everything that Thorne was about. I mean, it really did check all the boxes. Their testing methods are extremely advanced and comprehensive, and they really do care about the purity and quality of their products, and they work for the athlete. So when I was looking that up, I thought, man, Thorne really does work towards the good of the athlete. And I've passed multiple drug tests since I started using Thorne, which has only increased my confidence in their products. So ultimately, I think um, having that horrible experience, it's definitely made me a stronger person and has taught me a lot about myself as an athlete and as a person. And it's opened up a lot of really great doors. Great. So you've mentioned USADA, which is US uh, anti-doping agency who kind of runs all the drug testing for all Olympic sports. A lot of times we hear about a failed drug test or a positive for banned substance. I don't think a lot of people know what that means as far as eligibility, ability to compete. Can you talk a little bit about what your punishment, uh, how that impacted you? Yeah, I think a lot of people, when they see somebody failed the drug test, they automatically just assume that the athlete was cheating. But that's not always the case, and that's not always what the media portrays. I mean, when I was tested... Um, they found a microscopic amount of the banned substance in my system. I believe that it was 100 thousandths of a gram inside of me. So it was an extremely small amount and it came from a tainted supplement. So it wasn't anything intentional that I did. The supplement was actually given to me by a person that I trusted. So I assumed that everything was going to be okay. And they even assured me that the supplement was going to be fine when I explained to them that I was drug, te drug tested randomly. When I tested positive, so because I was able to prove that I had no clue that the supplement I was taking was tainted, I got a sanction for three months, which ended up working out in my favor, I guess, because I was still able to compete in the Pan Am Games right after that sanction. So I feel like USADA was very generous and I'm very grateful for that 
still, I did take full responsibility for what happened because ultimately it was my decision to take the supplement regardless of if I knew it was tainted or not. So I, I feel like by taking that action and stepping up and claiming like I did this, even though I didn't know I was technically doing it, USADA was grateful that I took that step in being more responsible. I think the media is quick to portray a failed drug test as an attempt at cheating. You know, obviously it wasn't in your case, but can you talk about some of the accidental dangers of exposure and kind of how you ended up, you know, with a banned substance? Yeah, so I was 14 years old and I was at a family friend's house for a pizza night and they were talking about how they had just started up their own supplement company and they're both fitness models and they were from LA. So they were in town for the weekend. At that time, I was very into getting like sponsorships because a lot of the weightlifters that I look up to, I saw that they all had sponsors. So I was like, oh my goodness, this could be my first sponsorship opportunity. And I talked to them and I explained to them that I do get randomly drug tested by USADA. And they assured me that their products were made safely and that they were pure and of very high quality. So I was like, all right, done deal. Like <laughs> they just told me that they're safe and they were okay. But when I ended up testing positive, I knew right away that it was from those products because they were the only products I was taking. It was really difficult to go through that whole experience knowing that somebody that I did trust gave me that product. And ultimately that product led to my positive test. I did take full responsibility for it because it was my decision to use the product and I didn't do enough research on it. I just took their assurance that everything was going to be okay. And it wasn't, but I learned a lot from it. And now I know that the products I use, they have to be NSF certified for sport. And we have to make sure that they are tested and that they are clean and pure and of the highest quality. And that's exactly what Thorn is. So that experience ultimately led me to Thorn because I don't think I would have learned or would have been able to get to that point in my athletic journey of where I was looking for a supplement company that would check all those boxes and be able to meet the demands of my training as well as make me meet the demands of my training and be safe, pure of quality products. I just, I had that uh, assurance from word of mouth by the family friend, but with Thorne, I have that assurance because of their research and their testing and their actions. I mean, actions do speak louder than words and Thorne's actions towards supplements and creating products for the athletes. It, it's just, it's amazing how much they actually care. So on a positive note, weightlifting is giving you some incredible moments. What are your favorite aspects of the sports for those who may not be familiar with it, with uh, competitive weightlifting? Yeah, so weightlifting is a super awesome sport. It is a pretty small community compared to other Olympic sports, which just means that everybody pretty much knows everybody. And it's a super tight-knit community too, which is a lot of fun because when we go to these competitions, they're scattered across the country. So it's like a big reunion. And the other awesome aspect of it is I've gotten to travel the country and the world. I've gone to multiple different states across the country and different countries. 
And my favorite by far has been traveling to Fiji for Junior Worlds, which was so incredible. It was an amazing experience to just travel to that island. It was awesome. <laughs> so Paris 2024, that's the goal. How do you stay focused day to day without kind of looking forward towards the Olympics? And kind of what's a tr typical training day look like for you? So my coach, Mike Catone, something he says to me almost daily is focus on the process. And that really um, sticks with me because I tend to uh, focus on the outcome and I look way too far ahead into the future and which causes me to put too much pressure on myself and just have all these unrealistic expectations, which just I get very stressed out about it. So by focusing on the process and the day-to-day -day journey, it's really helped me just dial in on what I'm doing in that moment, in that day, in that specific training session, and not worry about the things I can't control. So by having that mindset, it really does help me prepare my body and my mind for what I need to do so I will be ready when that time comes, rather than looking towards it and just hoping that I'm ready. I'm actually doing what I need to do right now to make sure that I am ready for that moment in 2024. And a typical training day, um, I train six days a week for about three hours every session. And the gym I train at is about an hour away from my house. So it's a lot. I definitely feel like I live at the gym sometimes. But depending on my program, the workouts are different day to day. But Mostly they revolve around the two lifts in, in Olympic weightlifting, which are the snatch and the clean and jerk. So we do a lot of exercises that focus on specific points during the lifts to work on technique. And sometimes we do the full lifts to just work on them overall, or we just do strength building exercises to work on getting stronger. In all sports, and especially with younger athletes, we find that recovery and nutrition is often overlooked. How do you make sure you're taking care of your body and keeping it ready to train and perform day after day? Definitely my training takes a lot out of my body, physically and mentally. Nutrition is a huge part of my life. I do work with a nutritionist. Her name is Ashley Hubbard and she is amazing. I follow a macro plan. Right now the plan I'm following is to just maintain my body weight but to also build strength. Sleep is a really, really important aspect of my recovery. My friends consider me like the party pooper because I'm in bed by nine o'clock every single night. <laughs> my body pretty much shuts down by 8.30. To make it to the Olympics, uh, there's definitely some sacrifice that's involved, but in my opinion, it's all worth it. <laughs> and then supplements are also a part of my recovery as well. Uh, I use Thorn products. And since I've started using the Thorn products, I have noticed a difference in how my body feels and how my workouts go, how I recover, and just my moods in general. All of those things are big aspects of my nutritional routine, and they definitely help meet the demands of my training. You've talked out a bit in the past about bullying, and you're such a positive role model for young kids and strong women everywhere. As you just mentioned, being a competitive athlete, you're, it's a different type of teenager. How have you learned to embrace that? Um, I, I appreciate you saying that. I really do try to be a positive role model because the biggest thing I've learned after going through these different struggles and hardships is that 
adversity is a necessary component in life for growth. Without adversity, we will not grow as people. We won't learn how to persevere. And perseverance ultimately determines our character. So looking back, um, when I was bullied throughout middle school for being different, it was horrible at the time. I, I felt unwanted and just unloved. And it, it was just a really bad experience. But looking back now, I'm so, so thankful for all of the bullies and the hardships because they ultimately have made me a stronger person and I've grown so much as a person and as an athlete throughout those experiences. And same thing goes for the USADA situation. Without having that positive test, I wouldn't have learned the lessons that I did and I wouldn't have been able to grow or I wouldn't have the mindset that I have right now about life. And I, I just really strongly believe that everything happens for a reason and I've seen my life change in more positive ways than negative because of these experiences so ultimately I'm just really thankful for all of these hardships and if I can give one piece of advice to anybody that's struggling or going through a difficult time it would just be to keep pushing through because there is a light at the end of the tunnel and it's actually it's more than a light at the end of the tunnel I mean you're going to learn so many lessons. You're not just going to get through it, but you're going to get through it and be a changed person for the better. We've talked a lot about Abby, the athlete. Tell us a little bit more about you outside the gym and competition. So I'm a Christian and that faith definitely defines who I am and how I live my life. And my family is super important to me. I have two dogs. I love dogs and all animals. My dogs are named Griswold and Peanut, and they're wild, but they're so fun. Um, I have two siblings. They're twins, and I love them very much. Uh, I spend a lot of time with my friends and at church. And yeah, when I'm not at the gym training, I'm usually reading a book. I love to read. My favorite author is Karen Kingsbury. I think that she writes amazing books. Oh, I'm also, I'm a junior in high school, so <laughs> I still have to do school when I'm not training. All right, we're going to have to take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to get into some questions from our listeners. Stress, particularly chronic stress, can negatively impact every aspect of health, from cardiovascular health to weight management, to sleep, to immune function, and everything in between. In today's stressed out society, Thorn offers a set of unique nutritional supplements that can help you manage daily stress. One example is Thorn's Hemp Oil Plus, the highest quality hemp stock oil on the market. Hemp Oil Plus is formulated with the complementary ingredients that help you better manage stress and anxious feelings. Hemp Oil Plus is just one of many unique stress support solutions Thorne offers to help you find your happy place. Visit Thorne.com to learn more. That's T-H-O-R-N-E.com. And we're back. Abby, let's get into some of the questions from our audience. Uh, the first one, super timely. How has COVID impacted you and your sport? 
I feel like COVID has impacted me a bit differently than a lot of the other athletes who were training during that time. The December of 2019, so a couple months before COVID hit, I injured my elbow pretty badly, which long story short, resulted in four surgeries. So I had all those surgeries during the time of COVID. So I was out of the gym anyway. It wasn't until June that I was actually able to get back into the gym and start my training again. But I took five months off and I was so out of shape already that for just three solid months about, I didn't even touch a barbell. It was just all like basic athletic training, which is stuff that I had never even done before. So like before I was injured, I would have definitely have considered myself as strong, but I would have never considered myself as athletic. By doing this, I was able to kind of rebuild that base that I didn't have before, which I can see now, now that I'm back to my full-time weightlifting training has been really helpful because I've become more aware of my body and I was just able to work on different athletic movements that I wasn't very good at before even just simple things like catching a ball like my coordination was horrible but now it's a little bit better which is good all right so the next question is what supplement stack do you personally take for weightlifting performance and recovery I use pretty much half of the Thorn NSF line. I take the protein powder. That's probably the one supplement that I use the most. I also take creatine from Thorn, their amino complex, and then just some other like vitamins and some other supplements just to help keep my body as healthy as it can be. All right. This next one, I'm sure you've answered before. Some people say your sport is what other athletes use to train for their sport. What does your training routine look like and what training do you do besides weightlifting? Yeah, this is definitely something I've answered before because there's honestly, there's a lot of people that don't even know weightlifting is an Olympic sport. They just think that weightlifting is something other athletes do to get better at their sport. Like with golf, there's a lot of skill and technique that a lot of people don't realize how much actually goes into that. But when you're just going to the driving range, you're just kind of messing around, you know? So there is a lot of technical aspects to weightlifting that people don't realize. So probably 80% of my training is just technical work because it's almost impossible to hit that quote unquote perfect lift. But I do do um, a lot of strength work as well, but definitely the majority is technical and just perfecting the snatch and clean and jerk. So the next question, pretty important question. How do you change the perception of Olympic weightlifting being a male sport like American football? And how do you talk to somebody about the body stigma that can come from a woman, quote unquote, bulking up? I feel like in today's society, just the thought of like women being stronger is a lot more acceptable today than it used to be. And honestly, when I first started weightlifting, I didn't even think of it as a male sport. <laughs> I just thought of it as, oh, this is something fun I could do to get strong. But that was definitely one of the biggest points that was made when I was bullied throughout middle school. People would comment on my body all the time because, I mean, typical seventh graders don't have like little biceps and quads, you know, 
knowing that I am strong and have a different body type from the typical teenage girl, it's something I've had to learn to accept about myself, which has taken time. And there's even still times where I'm like, man, I wish I had skinny legs. But again, it if I want to achieve my goals, I mean, I got to have a strong body and a strong mind. So just throughout time, I've been able to accept that about myself. And I'm, I have learned to love that. And I'm proud of my body because it shows all the hard work I do. So follow up question that another one of our reader asks, what would you say to a young girl thinking about getting into weightlifting? To a young girl getting into the sport, I would definitely encourage them to go for it. Weightlifting is definitely a tough sport, but just like any other sport, it takes a lot of practice and hard work and dedication. And I'd say it's, it's okay if you don't see the results you want right away, because weightlifting is something that takes time and a lot of it is technique. It's not just strength. It's about being technical and doing the lifts the right way rather than just getting strong and hoping that you make the lift. So learning the proper technique and then on top of that getting strong, it takes time. So don't expect to see results right away, but keep pushing and keep training hard because you will get there one day with a bunch of hard work. Okay. And I think that leads us to our last question. So we're recording this during National Women's Month. Who are some of the women athletes who have inspired you along your way? One of the biggest athletes that have inspired me was Sean Johnson. She is a gymnast. And ever since I was a gymnast, I just looked up to her so much. And I know that this kind of defeats the purpose of the question because this is a, a guy athlete, but one of my personal favorite athletes ever is Tim Tebow. I really look up to him and admire his faith along with his work ethic. He is somebody I want to be like one day, not just because of his athletic accomplishments, but because he used his platform as an athlete to share his faith and help inspire others in that way. So that's definitely something I hope to be able to do one day by using my platform that I build as an athlete. Well, I think, uh, I think we can safely say you're well on your way of achieving that. So that's the time we have today, Abby. We really thank you for coming on. Is there anything you want to, we talked a little bit about true sport, anything else you want to mention about that? And then where can our listeners follow you and, and watch your journey to, to Paris 2024? Yeah. So True Sport is an organization empowered by the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency, and they work to promote and encourage positive values in youth sports, and they provide resources to parents and coaches and athletes, and they work to implement all their positive values into everyday life in sports. So this is my second year of ambassadorship with them, and this month is their nutrition month which I feel goes perfectly with the Thorn podcast because Thorn fits into my nutritional life. And yeah, true sports topic of the month is nutrition. So I feel like they go hand in hand with this and Thorn works to create clean, healthy supplements and clean sport is one of true sports values as well. So I feel like they go pretty well together. And, uh, uh, if you're interested in following my journey to the 2024 Olympics, I have social media platforms. My Instagram is Abby Raymond 59 
and my Twitter is ACR underscore 0825. So you can find me on either of those and you can find um, me on True Sports Instagram page as well. And True Sports Instagram is True Sport USA. Excellent. That was rising star and Olympic weightlifter, Abby Raymond. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for listening to the Thorn Podcast Performance Edition. Make sure to never miss an episode by subscribing to the show on your podcast app of choice. You can also learn more about the topics we discussed by visiting thorn.com and checking out the latest news, videos, and stories on Thorn's Take 5 Daily blog. For this performance edition of the Thorn Podcast, I'm Joel Totoro, reminding everyone to stay active and stay hydrated.